It's not Monday. It will never be Monday. But it's always macabre. Okay. Right off the top. Yeah. I gotta tell you about my chiropractor. Hell yes, <laughs> dude. Let's be let's get uh, into it, baby. I like it the listener, if they started from the first season, they can hear us age as we go. Yeah, they're like, they sound geriatric now. Sheesh. And I'm like, Jerry's a good friend. Yo, geriatric? Uh, dude, I went to high Jerry, school with that guy. Dude, I went to Jerry's Atric. So, this morning, or a few weeks ago, we played basketball, which we yes. might have talked about on the podcast. And Probably. as any geriatric men will tell you, uh, a few days afterwards, my back was in pain. Yes. So... Uh, I called up my chiropractor and I was like, hey, I haven't been in a few months, but daddy's got back pain. And he's like, they always come crawling back. He's like, and so oh, he's like, come on, come on down to on Jerry's attrics. And so I show up this morning. Only one there, right? Uh, oh. First person there. First person Jerry's in. seeing you solo right now? Dude, Jerry literally walked out of his office, like rubbing his hands together. He couldn't wait to touch my back. He's like licking and his lips. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, sir, please stop looking at your lips. And he's like, you're... let me get in there. <laughs> he's like, I want to massage out all the knots. And I was like, okay, you don't sound like that. Stop licking your lips. Please. Uh, so he lies me down on his table uh, like Frankenstein's monster. And uh, I was like, yeah, I just, in my, I've had a twang in my back or whatever. And he does the whole oh, thing shit. where he like goes up like each like spinal column thing and like pulls your legs down the table and he's like all right you're this is you're all out of whack but like i think this is good i'll see you in a month he's like so hop up on the table and i go to get up and my back is fucking fried dude it's spasming so hard i cannot i i'm at a 90 degree angle uh and i cannot move and he's like oh damn and I was like, dude, you're telling me, brother, but I guess this is the best place for this to happen. So uh, this was like two hours ago, by the way, by, before this recording. Good, good. So well, you don't um, got to move much to record a podcast. That's what I've always said. Right. So I moved from his little table to like a little bed they have next next to it in the office. And he starts like electrotherapy in my back. And then like he's got a couple other people that he like brings in, and I'm just like lying there being electrocuted while they're just like, yeah, my shoulders feeling funny. Uh, <laughs> hey, and, uh, my shoulders <laughs> feeling funny. After about 20 minutes and three different therapies of electro, uh, we had we had we had an ice pack going. We did like an ultrasound on my back, uh, and then he was like, all right, let's see if you can stand up. And I managed to stand, but I'm like hobbling because like any like fully upright movement is just like a shooting pain up my body good and i so he's like let me walk you to your car so like an elderly geriatric man i hold on to his forearm and hobble through his waiting room which is now full of people <laughs> like i was good. the only one there when i got there half hour later seven like old ladies looking like in their 60s looking at me sympathetically as if i'm the like it's it was just bad and so I hobble to my car. I get to my house. I get out of my car. I can still cannot stand up. So I'm like half crawling into my home. And then I collapse in my desk chair. And I was like, let's <laughs> record the pod, baby. So here I am. Uh, so that is my wonderful story. And then that is your hero arc. Yes. And then to top it all off, 
my day my my daycare <laughs> my children's daycare just texted me being like hey your son's running a fever and i was like okay and they're like we don't have to get him right now it? yeah i was like you guys aren't he's they said like hey we're gonna monitor him a little more like you don't have to pick him right now but just heads up and i was like thanks for letting me know you know happy to get him whatever and then my, i get a notification and you know how like notifications show you like the first line or two of, of a text yeah uh <laughs> it just says okay unfortunately he didn't make it <laughs> dot dot oh dot. no <laughs> uh and then it like continues he didn't make it to lunch he's on his mat sleeping now and i'm like could you imagine if they're being very polite about him just passing away yeah, they're like, Unfo- uh, <laughs> the, so we got some bad news. <laughs> the daycare provider is like taking it upon themselves, like time of death. Yeah. <laughs> like they never escalated to a hospital. They're like, this yeah. is this is what we do here uh, in a daycare. <laughs> you might want to sit ready. down for this. Uh, I grew yeah. up in a daycare and yeah, it's, it's exactly yeah. like, it looks like one of those pictures of like, during the Spanish flu, when there's all like yeah. nurses in one of those like tents and there's <laughs> rows of beds, yeah, it's it a looks, disaster. It looks like dude. mash. Yes. It's like a set of mash <laughs> looks, but with, with children running around. Exactly like the set of mash. <sighs> so that's been my day so far, and it's only 11 a.m. Um, so super sick start to, to this Tuesday of ours. Hell yeah, uh, brother. Scones, how are you doing? Good, just doing boring. I uh, just bought a house. Uh, like yeah. a lot of houses in New England, it's like a hundred years old. So it's re- haunted and old. <laughs> yep, doing painting, redoing floors, all that crap. Nothing exciting. Very Hell stressful yeah. and expensive. Good we should do like stuff. We should become real estate agents, but specifically for haunted and old houses because New be England sick. is full of them. That's people- the sh- again. Like any TV network, I know there's a strike going on right now, but if you want a uh, reality TV show that you don't need unions for, hit us. Yes. Hit for us. That, for that spooky realtor job. I'll literally do it just for like free chiropractic work. Yes. If you can fix my back, I will I will do anything you want, baby. <laughs> That's an open letter to any listener. That's an open letter. Yeah. Yes, I want I want a listener to be like, yeah, I got you, and then like tie me up in their basement and just like wail on me like a like a punching bag. Oh, they stretch until my you back out. is like fixed. I don't care, dude. The back is a flawed design. I'll say it, especially if you're tall, dude. They really didn't account for height when they made the back. Well, when humans evolved, they were probably like five foot two. So, yeah, and then I ate them all and became pushing a big the boy. boundary. <laughs> Do you ever think about how like we're both over like five eight, so our like life expectancies cut pretty sharp like is all people don't live very long <laughs> yeah i mean and when i say don't you... live very long i mean relative to like we're not gonna are you six feet scones yes but dars me and you are not making it to 100 i'll tell you that right now no also like Our i'm not left-handed but like i do some things left-handed and i feel like sometimes left like that's a thing where people are like oh you're just gonna die earlier left handies like die that. Dude, I isn't that true? Like left-handed, or maybe it's right-handed. I don't know. Left-handed people die. I thought they die earlier. Left-handed fact because they're freaks and. (laughs) Oh wow! What is it? What'd you find, dude? It's it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) If you're left-handed, you might want to skip this part. Let's just say you're gonna be in a bed at a daycare soon, (laughs) (laughs) because it is not great. So what what are we looking at? The, What's the diagnosis, doctor? I'm seeing the average of a right-handed person, the average age is 75. Okay, standard. That's what everyone assumes, yeah. 
Uh, Left-handed, 42. 66. Whoa. It's like right? a decade difference? Yeah. That's bananas. Oh, but it's. I'm also seeing there's like issues with these stats. Okay, great. Like, <laughs> no, Scones, you're supposed to keep that part out. Well, you're supposed to say, <laughs> some people say, well, some people thing claim. Is older people, like back when you grew up in like the terrible, like fuck the 50s time, like, yeah. you were like forced to write right handed because they were like left handed people are like mentally <laughs> ill. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's more that like just older people tend to be right handed because they were forced to. If you are left-handed and not in a state penitentiary, you need to turn yourself in. You are, yeah, you're a problem. You're a menace. You're a menace. A a growth on human. (laughs) The rest of us humans are trying to move forward. What if we started like an Andrew Tate style like mission to let people know? But this is like what we're uh, very like. Yeah, that's that's our whole talking point. Lefties is like left-handed love, people. If you want to get lefties, dude, you got to be terrible to them. Okay, <laughs> like right hand. That would be oh man. It's the job oh, man, of the oh, lefty to die early. Okay, it's just natural. Dude, right is right, bro. Sheesh. Sheesh. Call ourselves the alt righties. <laughs> <laughs> Skeleton band just gave a thumbs up, dude. It, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He kind of like, and then it was like a wink. I don't know what that's supposed to be. I didn't even know skeletons can wink. Uh, yeah, well, they he he went, eeker, <laughs> and his whole bone structure moved. Dude, how do you uh, think the skeleton band maintains their back? Like that drum player? Oh, I can yeah. see the issues Well, there. the xylophonist is just another skeleton, so he's probably... His, yeah, he's, he's probably, playing at ribs. Once your back is so far gone that you can only be a 90-degree angle, you become the xylophone. That's beautiful. And that's the circle of life. All right, Scones, we're at 10 minutes. We should yep. probably... Today we're talking talk about... about... <laughs> <laughs> Arnie Johnson, the man who killed his landlord, and then said the devil made him do it. Okay, skeleton band. Band. Oh, band. Band. His name was Arnie Johnson, right? Or Arne Johnson, A-R-N-E. But I'm going to say Arnie because it's more fun. Uh, we got an Arnie. article from All That's Interesting from your homies. A couple oh, of Hall boys. of Fame article writers here. Marco Margaretoff, edited by John Karofsky. Oh, oh my God, dude. Ne- uh, literally hit makers. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. They're like fucking DJ Snake, dude. Only bangers. Certified bangers oh, only. Certified dude. article bangers. On February 16th, 1981, a 19-year-old Arnie Cheyenne Johnson stabbed his landlord, Alan Bono, to death with a pocket knife. Pogger! <laughs> then said the devil made him do it. Okay. Dude, I'm not saying I'm thinking about doing this, but I've had some real wait, fucking wait, 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 issues wait, wait, wait. with my landlord. You're saying the quiet part loud right now, brother. What do you say? You're saying the quiet part loud right now? What? Sheesh. What, uh... <laughs> what's going on with your landlord they're just being assholes i'm trying to tell them i'm moving out <laughs> and i've so called I'm gonna tell them <laughs> and emailed them like 
so many times. And the devil's and like, starting to creep in, dude. <laughs> I didn't see the writing on the wall, baby. They like needed 60 days notice for me to move out, but they won't respond or say like that they got my message. So they're just keeping pushing the date off. And I'm like, no, I'm going to have to get like legal action because you're terrible at your job. So basically, uh, yeah, my landlord, fuck them. Uh, fuck this place. And yeah, if Dude. you ever want a place not to live, DM me and I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll give you a you list go of to this one apartment where I live. It sucks ass and it's terrible. <laughs> I hope the whole place gets turned into a different place. Anyway, at first. Anyway. The 1981 murder of Alan Bono appeared to be an open and shut case in Brookfield, Connecticut. <gasps> to the police, it was clear that the 40-year-old landlord had been killed by his tenant, Arnie Johnson, during a violent argument. Dude, the 40-year-old landlord, I love Steve Carell. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, all the TVs really on the wall. But after his arrest, Arnie Johnson made an incredible claim. The devil made him do it. Aided by two paranormal investigators, the 19-year-old's attorneys presented their client's claim of demonic possession as a potential defense for his murder of Bono. If that is a defense you can use in court, we should have law degrees. We would be so good at being lawyers if we're like, yeah, oh it's the gosh. fucking devil, bro. Dude, you heard Listen, the- my client <laughs> my client would never do it. It was the devil. Come on, let him Our off. Opening, yeah, opening argument is, our client was forced to do this. By the devil. Ever heard of him? (laughs) Uh, There's a man downstairs. Ever heard of him? It is negligent by this court that they have not brought that psycho to justice. The devil has been... (laughs) Why are we spending taxpayer dollars on my client when the devil... (laughs) The courts have dealt with the existence of God, said Johnson's attorney, Martin Manila. Now they're going to have to deal with the existence of the devil. Uh, The devil. The devil. (laughs) The devil! The devil! So, uh... <laughs> oh, man, those... It was the first yeah. time in history that a defense like this one was used in an American courtroom. Oh, Nearly cool. 40 years later, Arnie Johnson's case is still shrouded in controversy. It's a pretty dark shit defense, I'll be honest. Well, I don't know, dude. We live <laughs> in a... You say that, but we live in a country that is mostly Christian and, like, a large... Like like part of the population genuinely believes in the devil that's true but i and don't think anyone's well here's the thing what's funny people will be like i believe in the devil but once you bring it to a court of law it's like no you don't <laughs> like i don't know dude i've i you can literally pull up uh like infomercials from like the midwest saying that don't let your kids play pokemon it's the work of the devil well, yeah, but that's because it is. <laughs> I mean, that's just truth. I don't know why you're arguing fact. Bulbasaur evolving into Ivysaur? <laughs> Sounds like leftist uh, propaganda to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the jo- the Johto region is only a thousand years old. Listen. So. Nearly, <laughs> nearly 40 years later, Arnie Johnson's case is still shrouded in controversy and unsettling speculation. It is also the inspiration for the film, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. So one of those bad right. conjuring sequels. Yeah, one one of the ones that they did for money only. Uh, on February sixteenth, nineteen eighty one, Arnie Cheyenne Johnson stabbed his landlord Alan Bono to death with a five inch pocket knife, committing the first murder ever recorded in the hundred and ninety three year history of Brookfield, Connecticut. So he's just looking to make his mark, dude. Yeah. Before the murder, Johnson was 
by all accounts, a regular teenager with no criminal record. He's just a regular guy, dog. He's just a regular guy talking to the devil with pocket He was knives. on the football team. He was a good guy. He's a nice boy. He went to church. But the strange occurrences that ended in the murder allegedly began months earlier. In Johnson's courtroom defense, he claimed that the source of all this suffering started with the 11-year-old brother of his fiancée, Debbie Glatzel. Deb? Tall Debbie? <laughs> his cousin Debbie? In the summer of 1980, Debbie's brother David claimed that he'd repeatedly encountered an old man who would taunt him. At first, Johnson and Glatzel thought David was just trying to uh, get out of doing chores and dismissed the story entirely. Nonetheless, the encounters continued, growing both more frequent and more violent. David would wake up crying hysterically, describing visions of a man with big black eyes, a thin face with animal features, and jagged teeth, pointed ears, horns, and hoofs. It's a lot of stuff. Before long, the family asked a priest from a church nearby to bless their home, to no avail. That priest fucking blew it. <laughs> Talk about a shitty blessing, dude. Yeah. They're like, do you think you get... Okay, first of all, do you pay a priest to come and exercise your... You know what I mean? Like, do you pay no for that way, service? No way, right? That seems like... Isn't the whole... I don't know, dude. Isn't the whole point of the church is like they... No, the whole point of the church is, is money. That's <laughs> true. It's kind of money. They are swagged out in gold all over the place. So so they hoped the paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren, could lend a hand. Ever heard of them? Uh-oh. We're bringing in the Wilson? pros, dude. The Warrens are in. The Warren Commission. Sheesh. Sheesh. He would kick, bite, spit, swear. Terrible words, David's family members said of his possession. He experienced strangling attempts by invisible hands, which he tried oh. to pull from his neck. And powerful forces would flop him rapidly, head to toe like a rag doll. He got flopped? Dude, he got flat. <laughs> Flailed. He got flopped so hard, dude, rapidly. Damn, bro. Arnie Johnson said, imagine, this is, sounds like what that chiropractor did to you, dude. Yeah, I was just to say, I've been flopped by the devil like two hours ago. He, yeah, he got you with his invisible hands. Flopped you yeah, head to toe. And very, very visible hands as well. <laughs> Arnie Johnson stayed with the family to help however he could. But disturbingly, the child's nightly terrors began to sleep into the daytime as well. <gasps> oh, sorry. Began to seep into the daytime. That makes much more sense. Oh, yeah. David described seeing an old man with a white beard dressed in a flannel shirt and jeans. <gasps> <gasps> that combo. Oh, my God. I think Might I've seen me. that guy, too. An old man with a white beard, <laughs> flannel shirt, and jeans. I've seen that guy at every place I've ever stopped in New Hampshire. It's, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Every, every like, rickety little, like, farmer store thing in New Hampshire yep. is that guy. That guy is eating currently at every crate and barrel you've ever <laughs> been to. And Amen, as the child's brother. visions continued, suspicious noises began emanating from the attic. Meanwhile... David started hissing, having seizures, uh -oh. and speaking in strange voices while quoting John Milton's Paradise Lost and the Bible. Pog. Reviewing the case, the Warrens concluded that this was clearly a case of demonic possession. However, psychiatrists who investigated the case after the fact claimed that David merely had a learning disability. Okay. 
Darcy, you ever been trying to focus on your yeah. math test and you start just <laughs> having seizures and quoting Paradise Lost? Because yeah, it's uh, I yeah. Do you call in the school the guidance counselor to like be like, all right, let's go for a walk or whatever? He's just acting out. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. Every kid goes through it. It's a phase. I like that they. They the psychiatrist really lowballed it. <laughs> Her kid having <laughs> yeah. like full blown psychosis. Right. <laughs> they were like, "Ah, oh, you just uh, can't read it, good." Yeah, it might be left handed. I don't know. <laughs> uh, fucking, you got me. Why even do anything? He's gonna die soon, anyways. Left handed. Yeah, what he's he's already like 12, 19, what eighteen, whatever he is. It's like 30, 40, 50 percent out of the door. The Warrens claim that over the course of three subsequent exorcisms, overseen by priests. David levitated, cursed, and even stopped breathing. Perhaps okay. even more astonishingly, David allegedly predicted the murder that Arnie Cheyenne Johnson would eventually commit. <gasps> That's a Uh-oh. crazy case of dyslexia, Darce. <laughs> Dave's Lexus. Come on down. Come on down. You can't read. Route baby. one, the auto mile. By October 1980, Arnie Johnson started taunting the demonic presence telling it to stop bothering his fiance's brother. Take me on. Leave my little buddy alone, he cried. <laughs> <laughs> little buddy is My sick. little buddy, Dave. <clears throat> Leave my little buddy alone. Leave my little buddy alone. He just don't like math, okay? Hey. As a source of income, yeah. Arnie Johnson worked for a tree surgeon, which I read that right. <laughs> 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 I read that right. I promise you. A tree you, surgeon. A tree surgeon. That's sick, dude. So you know what? You're you have a beautiful, beautiful oak in your backyard, and it blows out its knee. Yeah. You gotta call in <laughs> a tree surgeon. <laughs> Lumberjacks are quack doctors. You need a tree surgeon. I don't know what if that's supposed to say tree surgeon because it does not explain <laughs> further. Because it makes no fucking sense. The two are purportedly friendly. And often met up near the kennel, where Johnson sometimes even calling in sick to work in order to do so. So, Bono had a kennel, and Arnie was a tree surgeon. <laughs> Did you make this story up? Is this a, <laughs> a certified made-up banger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this feels untrue. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I Hell had to yeah, double bro. check. Like that, my eyes worked. I might have a learning disability. I might be flopping around. Sheesh, we flopping, we rolling. But on February 16th, 1981, a vicious argument broke out between them. At around 6.30 p.m., Johnson suddenly drew out a pocket knife and attacked Bono. Sick. Bono was stabbed multiple times in the chest and stomach and then was left to bleed to death. Uh Uh-oh. Police arrested Johnson an hour later. And they said that the two men had simply been fighting over Johnson's fiance, Debbie. You know, tall Debbie. <laughs> it's not tall Debbie? Short Debbie? No, that's his cousin Debbie. His cousin. <laughs> Debbie Debbie? But the Warrens insisted <laughs> that there was more to the story. So he stabs him. Everyone's like, it's over Debbie. But then Lorraine Warren kicks in the door and she's like, Debbie's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> it ain't Debbie at all. Trust me, it ain't Debbie. At some point prior to the murder, Johnson had allegedly investigated a well in the same area where his fiance's brother claimed to have experienced his first encounter with the malicious presence wreaking havoc 
on their lives. Okay. The Warrens warned Johnson, don't go near that well. But he did anyway. Hey, Perhaps to see if Johnson. the demons truly took over his body after he had taunted them. Johnson later claimed that he saw a demon hiding within the well who possessed him until after the murder. That's horrifying. If you look down a well and there's something down there that climbs up. Yeah, fuck that. There's like an old Cracker Barrel guy that just climbs up wicked fast and gets in you. <laughs> Not a Cracker Barrel guy. I don't want a Cracker Barrel well guy in me. I don't want a Cracker Barrel well guy in me. Listen. You can either have dyslexia Listen. or Teacher. there's a Cracker Barrel well guy in you. That's the rules. There's no in between. No in between. Them's the rules. Sorry, sweetie. Though authorities investigated the Warren's claims of haunting... They stuck with the story that Bono was simply killed during an altercation with Arnie Johnson over his fiance. You know, Debbie. Oh, tall Debbie? So let's get to the trial. <laughs> Too tall. Arnie Johnson's attorney, Martin Manella, <laughs> tried his best to enter a plea of not guilty by reason of demonic possession. Okay. He even planned to subpoena the priests who allegedly attended the exorcisms, urging them to bring tradition. Oh, sorry, to break tradition by speaking bring, about their controversial rights. Over the course of the trial, Manila and the Warrens were routinely mocked by their peers who saw them as profiteers of tragedy. They have an excellent vaudeville act, a good roadshow, said mentalist George Krejci, maybe is how you pronounce that. I don't care. It's just the case involves more clinical psychologists than it does that. Judge Robert Callahan ultimately rejected Manila's plea. Judge Callahan argued that a defense would be impossible to prove and that any testimony on the matter was unscientific and thus irrelevant. The collaboration of four priests during the three exorcisms was never confirmed, but the Diocese of Bridgeport acknowledged that priests worked on helping David Glatzel during a tough time. The priests in question, meanwhile, were ordered not to speak on the matter publicly. That's sketchy, though. Yeah. I don't... I think it goes straight to the top, dude. You think so? You think we got to put on our chrono visor and see what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we got to. Uh, we're going to take one to this one to the, the chrono store and see what we can Do find. Do you think if because... you. <laughs> if anyone. Go back and listen to the most recent two episodes if you don't know what I'm about to say. If what I'm about yeah. to say makes no sense, but do you think Darts, if you use the chrono visor inside the Integratron, that like Ooh. your head would explode? <laughs> Dude, I think you'd become like at least a demigod. For sure. You could probably like go really fast. <laughs> Dude, you'd go really fast. That's... You'd feel sick. There'd be like old ladies there telling you what happened a long time ago. It would be the yeah, dream. Yeah. That sounds dope. New new goal unlocked in my life. Uh-oh, new goal. Uh-oh, new goal. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, you want to go to the desert with me and see the Integratron and grab a chronovisor? So badly. We'll document the the whole process in our documentary. Chronotron. <laughs> <laughs> Integravisor. One of those two. I think Chronotron. But... Yeah, I kind of like Chronotron. Although it sounds like a time machine. We should change the name of the podcast just on a whim. Chronotron. Chronotron. No one from the church has said one way or the other what was involved, said Reverend Nicholas Greco, a diocese spokesman. And we declined Nicky to Greco say. Greco said it, dude. dude Greco. Cool guy. Nicky Greco. Uh, and then he said, and we declined to say. So what a That's cheeky a, little thing. He's like, no one uh, has been saying what happened. And I still won't. And I won't do it. <laughs> it's yeah, me, <laughs> Rico. 
But, Greco. but Johnson's lawyers were permitted to examine Bono's clothing. The lack of any blood, rips, tears, they argued, could help support the claim of demonic involvement. However, no one in the court was convinced. Come on, court. Come on. Come on. So Johnson's legal team opted for self-defense plea. Ultimately, Arnie Johnson was convicted of first-degree manslaughter on November 24th, 1981, and sentenced to 10 to 20 years in prison. He would only serve five. Sick. So, not great. <laughs> if this guy yeah. genuinely saw all that shit, I don't think he got the psychiatric help he needs five years <clears throat> in prison. Dude, you'd be surprised. Great for your mental <laughs> the american prison system <laughs> nothing better than the american prison Great complex for, you for your mental health uh it's like calm before calm existed Ooh. uh you just go in and yeah, you hear that's... like nick offerman like reading you a bedtime story yeah that's uh and you're like wow my learning disabilities cured that sounds well like every story we talk about it's not a great ending nope um so, speaking of not great endings it's not even over to wrap this up <laughs> Oh, it's not over? Sure okay. ain't, dog. We have to talk I about... I gotta go pick up my son with a fever, dude. Oh, no. They messaged me, like, you gotta come get him. Well, basically, um, uh, yeah, it inspired The Devil Made Me Do It. There you go. Have oh, fun listening. there we go. <laughs> uh, check out MondayMorningWithCom.com, and I'm sorry I have to cut this out right now, because uh, I gotta go get my son, but I hope you guys uh, like like Nikki Greco. <laughs> Nikki Greek. And... Uh, yeah, I'm my bad on on this, but uh okay. <laughs> Got to go. Have a good night. Bye.